going to start out by reading a passage of scripture from Ephesians 1. We love the doctrine of God's electing grace, predestination. It's maybe perhaps the most differentiating doctrine that we hold to from other churches. Uh, It's probably the singular thing that makes us the most different. And I have a martyr here who, among other things, died because of his belief in the doctrines of grace. Ephesians 1, According as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he hath made us accepted in the Beloved, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace, wherein he hath abounded toward us in all wisdom and prudence, making, having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he hath purposed in himself. And, it go, and the passage goes on here. But this is a, the subject of salvation this morning with this martyr is what I want to bring out to us. Men, have, have, men and women have died for various doctrines uh, throughout the ages. In the dark ages especially, it was baptism and uh, things in the Catholic Church that uh, true believers uh, disagreed with. But in this martyr right here, his name is Richard Woodman, I want to bring out the fact that um, he believed the doctrines of election like we do. And he was a, he was called a Baptist martyr. Um, He very much is different from us in many beliefs, but we share the same common uh, belief of baptism and uh, and of salvation. This is Richard Woodman. Uh, He was a mechanic, which is a worker in iron. He was a hardworking man and a simple man, but he knew the word of God very, very well. Lived in England in the county of Sussex. And uh, around the age of 30, he began to be persecuted for his beliefs. He had a wife and children, um, a large family there with him. And his father and brother actually were the ones that betrayed him into the hands of the authorities. He had a pastor in the time uh, during the reign of Edward VI, right before Mary. Uh, And this this pastor was a Protestant. And um, this man, according to our martyr was a preacher of the truth, zealous to warn his parishioners about another gospel. And this, uh, this pastor was a faithful husband, and he discharged his duties with much satisfaction to the congregation. So he held his pastor in high regard. However, when Mary took the throne, this faithful preacher turned about 180 degrees and started preaching popery, teaching the people the very opposite doctrine that he had been teaching them. And so this grieved the uh, martyr that we're going to consider today, Richard Woodman. This grieved him very much. And so he went to this man, who is now a bishop, and uh, talked to him about it and and expressed his concerns. And that bishop, in turn, uh, reported him to the authorities, and he spent the next uh, 18 months in prison. After he was in prison, he was released because during the time some other other, uh, Baptists had been taken captive, and uh, they ended up burning them at the stake. And so for the time, their thirst for blood was satiated, and so they let Richard Woodman go. Um, but shortly thereafter, they started chasing him again. All that doesn't really matter, except that Richard Woodman was chased for about a year, and uh, he was able to escape being caught. 
until his father and his brother uh, reported him to the authorities where he was. They actually led him to his house and showed the authorities the secret room that Richard Woodman had in his house in case he had to, uh, to hide it in a hurry. They showed him the secret room and um, fulfilled you know, Mark 13, 12 in a sense that now the, fa- the brother shall betray the brother yes. to death and the father the son. Yes. So this, this was close and personal to Richard Woodman. Um, so at, at this time when he was imprisoned, he appealed to the Bishop of Chichester, who was a much more reasonable man than some of the other bishops. He, he, Richard Woodman knew this bishop uh, from days gone by and appealed to him. And uh, during this, this time of questioning by this bishop, uh, they went over many, many topics. You know, baptism was probably the, the number one that they tried to convert Richard Woodman on. Um, but he did not let down, and he believed uh, baptism just like we do. However, at the very end, before he was burnt at the stake, it came down to the doctrine of salvation. And I, I want to read to you an excerpt of their, their discussion. And this is with a, with a different, a, a different uh, priest. It's actually two priests that are questioning him about his, um, his belief in baptism, or rather salvation. And I want to just read you his response. And this is what I really want to take from his life. Um, There's not a whole lot of other details, uh, but I want to read you this response that Richard Woodman had to the priests after they questioned him about uh, salvation. And so it, it starts out that the two priests said, We go not about to condemn thee, but go about to save thy soul, if thou wilt be ruled, and do as we would have thee. To this, Richard Woodman replied, To save my soul? Nay, you cannot save my soul. My soul is saved already. I praise God, therefore. There can no one save my soul but Jesus Christ. And he it is who has saved my soul before the foundation of the world was laid. On this, a priest cried out, What a heresy is that, my lords? He saith his soul was saved before the foundations of the world were laid. Then turning to Woodman, our martyr, this priest said, Thou canst not tell what thou sayest. Was thy soul saved before it existed? So he's questioning him. You don't know why why you say that. You don't know why you believe that. Richard Woodman replies, Yes, I praise God. I can tell what I say, and I say the truth. Look at the first chapter of the book of Ephesians, and there you shall find it, where Paul saith, Blessed be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, according as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestinated us unto the adoption of children. These are the words of Paul, and I believe they are most true. What, said the priest in response, faith without works? James says, faith without works is dead. And we have free will to do good works. Woodman replied, our martyr replied, I would not that any of you should think that I disallow good works. For a good faith cannot be without good works. Yet not of ourselves, it is the gift of God. As Paul said to the Philippians, it is God that worketh in us both to will and to do of his good pleasure. And then it the priests, not enduring to hear so much sound doctrine, interposed, cut him off, um, 
and they, they essentially the next week led him to the stake and burnt him with ten other, ten other martyrs. We love the doctrines of baptism and salvation by grace. Could we, would we defend it even to the death? Lord this man us. did. The doctrine of salvation that, that we hold to, this man believed. And it was the doctrine that ended up leading him to his death. May the Lord Jesus Christ be praised by us enduring what small amount of persecution we may endure because of the doctrines we hold for his name. Amen.